Hello, wrestling fans. Joe Murata here of Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at OVP Podcast, or perhaps you actually found this from Twitter, in which case, thank you very much. If this is the first thing you're ever hearing of OVP Podcast, check out our latest episode right below this. It's episode number 191. Brand new episodes every single Monday. But here today on Friday, I am presenting you with some additional OVP content, that being our Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of the WWF European Championship. Now, the European Championship being the prestigious historic belt that it is, we felt it was only proper that we ranked the four best and the four worst. Now, this was originally released and recorded in October of 2018, and I can assure you we have since forgotten everything that we say in this. So any complaints or grievances you might have with our content here could possibly fall on deaf ears. But in all seriousness, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for being a part of the OVP family. And again, if this is the first thing you've ever heard of OVP, I encourage you to check out the episode right below this. It's episode number 191. Be on the lookout for episode number 192 this Monday, the 14th. And follow us on Twitter, if you don't, at OVP Podcast. But that's it for me right now. Let's go back in time two years and listen to Quinn and I rank the best and worst European champions of all time. Hello, wrestling fans and patrons, and welcome to OVP's Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra here for Friday, October 26, 2018. Happy Friday to you. Have a good weekend. Uh, I am John Murata. That is... The European champion himself, Michael Quinn. How you doing, Michael? Howdy doody, crikey, mate. Um, <laughs> so that music at the beginning. Yes. That's not our theme anymore. It's an artifact of our last theme, mm-hmm. yes. Well, the production people haven't updated the <laughs> is, is there a Rushmore, way that, Death Valley that you theme. can have those production people make like something like that for this? Yeah, or well, is that... when those production people have more time because they're not moving, I think well, they'll be able to. Well, we don't know that they're moving. Well, the whole studio is moving. Yeah. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, as always, for your patronage. We have some new patrons uh, recently. I want to shout them out real quick. Uh, I don't know if I can pronounce his name right, but Michael Prolch. Oh, <laughs> LX. Like, it ends with an LX. How do you say that? Prol LX. Wow. Prolix. Welcome and to the party, Prolix. Also, Mike Lawrence. Welcome to the party, Lawrence. Sam O'Connor. Welcome to the party, Sam. And <laughs> Jose Corona. And I want to wish a very happy birthday, even though he's not listening, to Donnie Rizzo today, October oh. 26th, his birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Donald. So thank you guys, as always, here. We have a uh, an interesting one. It is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra of... European champions. European your, your, or Eurocontinental is included. <laughs> You're the one peeing, Quinn. Yeah. Yes, European champion. So this was a suggestion, Quinn, by Richard Land. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, Rich has been on fire lately with his suggestions. You know, the AWF from a little while back. Oh, Thanks, Richard. No, but this should you be... not on fire. <laughs> yeah, he's been very cold. No, but thank you very much, Richard. Thank you to all you guys here. We're, uh, we're going to go through the <laughs> top four and bottom four European champions. Oh, God. Now, Quinn, did you know the storied European championship? began its roots in a humble tournament, uh, I believe at the end of 1996. I actually have a question about this tournament yeah, because I remember all of it occurring. And, yes. You know, it was on Raw for like yes. a few weeks or something. It was. Now, was this the one where the final was on that Raw that sucks so much that they like did Pillman's Got a Gun the next week? Well, or is this related to that? You're conflating or? a couple of things. Okay. It is on the Raw that sucked so much. 
But yeah. Pillman's Got a Gun was November. Okay, so this is the Raw that, like, before they were like, no, Vince Russo's just doing everything. This was the Raw, like, correct. After this Berlin Raw, <laughs> they were like, Vince Russo's like, bro, this sucks. Yeah. And Vince is like, damn it, I want the show to be like this. I want it to be like the Raw magazine. Had, had that live wire occurred yet? Oh, yeah, that was also late 96. Okay. That was all, sh- that was like work shoot stuff, right, but right. in real life. Well, let me just tell the story. So, we have this tournament announcement at the uh, at the end of 96 that we're going to have a new championship belt, Quinn. It's going to be the WWF European Championship, but it sounds very prestigious, it to be fair. It does sound prestigious, but then you realize, like, don't only, like, five European people work for this company. <laughs> right. Like, how is this what? And they're not in Europe, but for, what, once or twice a year? Yeah. Like, they're not there it's, all the time. It seems like a, a big to-do for something that they're... You know, they do once a year. And was anyone really clamoring? Like you as a fan or me as a fan, we're 10, 11, 12 years old. Did you really want that belt? I mean, a TV belt, maybe. Yeah. You know what I looked at it as is like, even though we didn't, obviously a TV belt would be what I would want. But WCW already had that. So in my eyes, it was like, well, okay, WWF's going to have like a second secondary title, just like WCW. So that makes sense. WCW, excuse me, my mic went out there, because WCW had the world title, obviously, then the U.S., which was like on the intercontinental level, but right. a lot of people would say the TV was even more fun a lot of the right. time. but I mean, like, in, in, like, prestige, in, was, in hierarchy <laughs> yeah, of hierarchy. titles in WCW, the U.S. title was the intercontinental Correct. Title. The TV, was there another one I'm missing in my brain? No, there, well, well, cruiserweight, but... Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. So WWE finally gets in. They add a third singles, you know, title. Yeah. And it's the European. So they had some tournament matches there, and I don't have the whole tournament in front of me, but I do know this one. This is an interesting footnote. I'm not talking about the Texas Tornado. Mm-hmm. Patreon. We make yeah. those jokes here. We're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Standards of practices lets us do that. Uh, the... Bret Hart Owen Hart match. It was a rare win for Owen Hart, like a latter period win for Owen Hart in the uh, in the tournament. Owen fought Bret for maybe the last time in this tournament. Oh, they, had, they fought each other in that tournament. Yes, in I don't late, even remember that. I just remember the finals. That's what pretty much everyone remembers. And tr- truth be told, I really don't remember the other matches. But it comes down to British Bulldog, yeah, and Owen Hart. Now you got to remember, folks, these two were tag team partners. Not only were they tag team partners during this period of time, they were the tag team champions. Right. So that was why this finale was kind of like hyped up, right? Because yes. they had been like, this thing had been br- like brewing, I guess. The dissension. Like, like little things. Little yeah, it was things. very like, it was very slow burn. Like Clarence Mason was involved. He was their manager yeah. after Cornet. Yes. And the thing that was going on with Bulldog is he was... Kind of like a quasi face term, but not really. But he was getting more support from the crowd for sure than Owen was, especially from his European fans. Well, exactly. So in Berlin, Germany, and it was taped on February 26, 1997, and it aired on March 3rd. And that is the infamous Raw that Quinn is talking about. Right. This Raw on March 3rd, 97. Looks like shit. Yeah, it's hideous. It's like there's like pea soup on the cameras or something. I'm telling you. It's literally the definition of a smoky bar. It is. And it's very poorly done in post. And I think I think Honky Tonk Man is like on the announce crew, which is a good way to piss me off at any time, any given time. But in the final, they have a really, really good match to establish the first European Championship. It really is a good match. What a great match. And what a remember bad all raw. Those, remember the, those, all those defenses of the European title British Bulldog did afterwards? That's, yes. <laughs> so even though he was the first, 
<laughs> I don't know if he's going to make it number one. So, Quinn. Did, did he even defend it against like, anyone no. else but Shawn no, Michaels that so. one time? I, I swear it was never defended. I don't ever remember that happening. <laughs> uh, Quinn, you, uh, you and I, you know... <laughs> We have a love-hate relationship with this title. I, well, think- I think it's because of the way it starts. I mean, he would just carry this thing around like it, it was essentially the Slammy, like another yes. Slammy. Right, it was. You know, <laughs> Owen Owen had his one Slammy at this time, and then when he won the second one, he was like even more proud because he had the two Slammies and the tag belt. But meanwhile, the British Bulldog was also carrying his Slammy, <laughs> yeah, it was a.k.a. the European title. Remember how much gold they would have on their way to the ring? It yeah. was like obscene. I just didn't understand why he never had to defend it. He was champion for 206 days. That's like, that's like that's half a, a year, right? Reign. More yeah. than half a year, yeah. yeah. So Quinn... Richie had the pick. Why don't you pick up the stick there? What, who do you? Who is the best? And how do we define the best? I think I know who you're going to say, but well, I want to hear you uh, say it. I think without a question, it's D'Lo Brown, yes. right? I mean, okay, like good. he's like the best European champion. Like we're just skipping. We're like fast forwarding through the history. Well, here, yeah, that's fine. There's only 37 ever reigns, yeah, like, of all, and some are multi-time. Yeah, like the same people. There's not so. much to report here, folks. I loved D'Lo Brown's little reign that he had in '98. As dumb as it sounds, because he won it from Triple H. Yeah, but I mean that was Triple H who didn't give a fuck like about the European title. But that was you got to remember, Quinn. That was in the height of the DX versus Nation yeah, feud, so it was actually a big deal. It. Yeah, yeah, that facilitated it happening. And if I recall, there was some um, Fugazi cheating. Oh, there was, of like, course, uh, something with the Nation and the DX. Of course, there like, was. You know, punching each other outside the ring or something, and somehow D'Lo like squirms away yeah. at the title. But this is the best version of D'Lo ever because yeah. now he's like this this hot like up and coming mid Carter, great wrestler too, right? Charismatic, got the chest protector, and now he starts billing himself from all different Helsinki. European. Yes, that's what I always remember yeah. is Helsinki. I think that's at SummerSlam '98, right, is where it, he does that. Doesn't he have like Swedish shit on? Yeah, he has like all. Well, Helsinki's in Finland. Sorry, Finland. Oh, Ludwig Borgo would be very. Upset. I can't believe it's, it's very sad that Ludwig wasn't around for this because they could have feuded. This would be the belt for him. You tell me you're from my country, <laughs> your chest protector's gonna be crumbling. Not even just D'Lo. Imagine all the weeks he could just like proclaim Europe, European greatness. You know what? He would have been a good European champion. That would be the Ludwig. only thing Ludwig Borga <laughs> would be good at. Yes. Uh, yeah, but D'Lo was fun, and his little feud with it uh, with X Pac was great. They basically transitioned. It from Triple H, so Triple H could move up the card, right? And that way, D'Lo feuded with X Pac, and I love that feud. I love the matches they had; it was good. Yeah, it was solid, and I think D'Lo has the reputation of kind of like establishing this belt, like because no, every <laughs> even though like okay, <laughs> you would think like the British, like just listening to the first three, yeah, first four even, and you would think, wow, this is a really important title, right? British Bulldog, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, right? Triple H, and Owen Hart, and you would say to yourself, "Wow, that's a what Top a good, notch, right? What a good list, right? 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 None of these people cared. No, not at, at all. all. It started with D'Lo and Owen. If I recall, wasn't even in the midst of his British Bulldog bullshit anymore by the time he won it in no, the fourth reign. He was the Blackheart, right? Before and he was Danger Heart. with a with um, Triple, Triple H, H and then also the dust with Sergeant Slaughter oh, and all that God. bullshit. Yeah. Th- th- for the record, Baby a quick powder. aside, that's like, I feel so bad for that period of time in Owen's career. <laughs> like, he just was treated like crap.
crap. You know, yeah, like it was, he was like he was punished for being Bret Hart's brother, right? Which is, I guess, that's punishment enough, though. Yeah. If you really think about it, no, isn't being Bret's brother isn't being in that fucking family bad enough? Yeah, as we, <laughs> you know, reviewed in the right. Wrestling with Shadows, it uh, yeah. sucked. But uh, I can unanimously go in on you with D'Lo. I, there's no one better than him. Like in all seriousness, yeah. I don't think we need to volley. I, I agree. Okay, because he. He had fun with it. He built yeah. himself from other European places, and he was a great wrestler, and he had good matches. Match. Like, he was fun. Yeah, he was so, great. I, I have no, like, I have no argument. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So let's just do it. For number one, D-Lo Brown. Oh, this. All over the world. Thank Is you. that just gonna like? Are we gonna keep finding like longer, dumber ones? I don't like, know. Every it's, ten episodes, it's up or to whatever. the fans. Yeah. I don't want to piss them off. Now, uh, okay, I want to pick one. Yeah, go ahead. I think X Pac was pretty good too. Yeah, I that was another one that just good. came to mind. Yeah, X Pac because his feud with D'Lo during that time that was like to me this this I think they only traded it twice. Yeah, it looks they, like. they each had it twice. They each had it twice, right? Yep. Um. To me, this was like the best feud in European title history, if yes. that could be said. It was, because yeah. these two, this is what I like about this whole period. I have to, you know, we talked about D'Lo. This was like Sean Waltman, finally, because he had been injured in WCW, like, most of the time he was there. Yeah. And when he wrestled, he, like, didn't give a shit, and you could see well, that. Well, I, I wouldn't give WCW. a shit either if it's yeah. WCW. And when he had last left, he was a heel in the baby pattern, you don't like all that, or the the bottle and the diaper. Right? Yeah, the diaper w and all. WWF. Yeah, I hate all that. He had basically been kind of like dormant since about, yeah, I don't know, like early 95, 95 yeah. maybe. So this was, to for me, when I finally got to see him wrestle and he was a face and DX was really hot, he was really another one that was just fun to watch. He had really good wrestling matches. Yep. DX, everyone loved DX in 98. Right, and it, everyone loved D-Lo. Everyone loved D-Lo, so to see these two have this little mini feud for like three, four months. It was actually like, it, it felt pretty long. Like, I felt like every week on Raw, these guys fought for like a period. Like that yeah. I, it probably is not true, but no, it but felt like it they felt were like, that. like every week. It's like, oh, Xbox versus D-Lo at like the second hour marker or something. And like they would have a good match. Yeah, they had like a three or four month run. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And Xbox, that belt fit him. Like, yeah. I don't mean physically, but, it, you know, it, it, made, did. <laughs> it made sense for him to have that. Like, that's a good spot where he was because he wasn't on the upper mid card like Triple H was. Right. Or The Rock was. So it was like D'Lo and X-Pac were like the next rung down yeah. in their respective stables. And they're like, but the they were natural is, rivals. The thing was, is that it didn't feel like they were treated shitty. Like, it felt like here's like this thing that. I guess matters because we say it does, but <laughs> what like, the European title? Yeah, well, it, all of wrestling is stuff mattering because they say it does. Yeah, but you know how titles were back then; like well, they weren't as respected as much as when, as you know, even like a year or two before this. Oh, okay, you're talking about previously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. By '98, they were starting to lose some of their prestige. A lot of that has to do with the Intercontinental changing its design, but I don't want to get into. Yeah, that right I know now. it does, but, but the European actually, for whatever reason, seemed slightly prestigious during this time. In 98, right? Yeah. But do you think it was because of these two? Yes. Yes, exactly. I do too. Because they were fighting over a thing that right. seemed to matter to them. Exactly. Like, to When two people both want the same thing, the natural reaction from the audience is, wow, that must be important. Yeah. 
right? And and finally, after and it felt after like the- <laughs> it felt like a success story, right? It's right. Like we started by giving all these like high tier wrestlers the title, thinking like, oh, just like automatically right. it would be prestigious. I think. No offense, and I love him, but like I think Shawn Michaels did the most damage. Oh my god, it was by, horrible! Like, he basically wanted to throw it in the heart's face. Like he was yeah. not, he did not want that belt because it was all just to give Bret Hart the finger. I know that's like literally why he wanted. I the, know, I know. Yeah, I don't know if that was like backstage, if that was part of it, but oh, but in the kayfabe, it seemed that way too. Whoever made that decision knew what they were doing. Let's right. put it that way. Yeah, right. Uh, I think X Pac should be number two. Right. I right. think so, too. Okay, so I, let's... Uh, th- th- that's pretty easy, yeah. number one and two. All right, so for number two, X-Pac. Don't forget All over the world. All over the world. All right, what do you got, Michael? So I got one for you, yeah. because I thought this was, like, notable for what... what I don't know why, maybe it's just fondly remember it but like Kurt Angle winning it with the Intercontinental title like it was cool is it because he said Eurocontinental well not not only just that but I mean it did it was kind of funny to have this guy who's overtly American (laughs) win the European title he won it from uh, Val Venus yeah it'd be like if like Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the European title or something (laughs) somebody who just is a flag waving patriot or the patriot oh god like imagine him being like a heel (laughs) and winning the European title He's a heel of my eyes. Yeah, he always is. <laughs> but this whole Kurt Angle thing was really cool, and it led up to a great re- match at WrestleMania. That is true. There was a triple threat match, or yeah, there was a triple yeah. threat match where one of the falls was for the Euro, and the second fall was for the Intercontinental, right. and it was Kurt Angle. It's a very good match against Chris Jericho and Chris Voldemort. Yes. And Jericho, it was great. Angle lost everything. Yeah, that that, that was the funniest part. And yeah. also, if you remember, Kurt Angle, I think before this, had really not lost ever. He, uh, I think the only person he lost to was Taz at the Royal Rumble, and that was it. Right. So this was almost like kind of funny to yes. see him like comically lose two falls in a row, lose all his belts like in one like fell swoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jericho was the one that beat him for the Euro. Yeah. And had it for a day, so his reign didn't matter. But yeah, Angles he had a two months there. It was okay. He wore both belts, one on top of the other. Do you yeah. remember that? And he looked like a big idiot on in purpose. A, in a weird way, though. Again, I felt like this was like strangely elevating for the European title to be like united with the IC title I guess at so. some point in time. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's ultimate fate is it was unified with the IC anyway. Yeah, but this was, it wasn't even unified. It was no, just, no, no, no. it was, it was representative. Like these titles are like both equally good and right. one guy has both of them. Right. Because he's so good. What about when Shane McMahon won it from X-Pac and it, and I, I, I kind of like that. Feud. I like the Shane McMahon reign a lot because it was he never he, defended it really. But, but that was the point, right? Yes, it know. was like the owner's son, and like he was throwing it in everyone's face every week. Do you think that hurt? it's one of the better 1999 angles, which is not like <sighs> saying much, but like I remember all the Shane being a dick to X Pac stuff. Well, do you think that that hurt the the title at all? Could it even be hurt? But. Because X Pac had had it until Shane won. Honestly, I felt like it was essentially like Vince McMahon Jr. Right, like that that year especially. Like it was almost like paralleling the Vince McMahon getting the world title thing. Do you think it helped Shane? Yes, immensely. Like it made it's like oh, he's not just like some joke in the ring. Like he did get a reputation after that. Well, it also led to the uh, Shane being more active, right? And being more involved. That is one of the things that was able to allow him to do that great angle that I really do like with test. Yeah. 
It's for SummerSlam. It really is. I mean, to me, it launched Shane as an in-ring competitor in general. I mean, we can always point to, I think Shane's best match of his career was against Kurt Angle at King of the Ring. Oh, two or a one. I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is a great match. That's that, like an actual four-star match in my eyes. That or for sheer entertainment value and the way it's booked, uh, him versus Vince yes. at WrestleMania 17 is Or the really ladder match good. with Vince when they were a tag team against Austin. I really That match is fun. You like that one. It's I a know. fun match. It's okay. I, yeah, I, it, I, we, I wish we could do a commentary, but we don't do that anymore. I mean, but, we can. I just yeah. don't have time right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Life. But I think you, you would... I, I probably just like that. It. It's actually really fun. Uh, but anywho... Yeah, Kurt Angle, Shane McMahon. I'm trying to think if there's any other actual good ones. There's did, not did, many. Do you ever think it was weird that the British Bulldog won it back like in 99? Like well, somehow? What did the dogs do during they, that period of time? This was the Wolf Wolf period, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> and the jeans, yeah. And, and he then, beat D'Lo, no less. Yeah, D'Lo had it because he beat Mark Henry because Mark Henry had it because he beat Jeff Jarrett. Actually, you know. Mark Henry? Mark Henry, we need yeah. to step away here for a second because holy shit was this sexual chocolate thing fun as hell. Oh, well, this is also during brainerism. Yeah, that's, era. yeah. he lost it when he said brainerism. <laughs> he didn't want to defend it because he had the brainerism. That is a good era. Mark Henry, as we've said plenty of times, when we did our Hall of Fame uh, Hall of Fame induction on him. He's one of the most underrated people from, from ever. ever. Like from from ever in WWF. Can in we general. agree he was pretty, pretty much, except maybe 96, other than that, once he joined the nation, he, always good. Yeah, he never was that bad. Like, <laughs> like he, you know, he had his dips where he seemed less important. Like, I don't know when they were really trying to push him for world champion. Like, oh, three, that was 04, a little much. But it was 06, like even. Yeah. But I mean, overall, like I look back at his career now yeah. in retrospect and be like, eh, he was so fun. Like, why he would was. you? Why would you hate Mark Henry? I mean, they the dude had an angle with John Cena that like is like beloved that yeah. angle it's like legendary the at pink this point. suit <laughs> yeah, yeah it's so good and it's like late in his career it, very late yeah mark henry you know what even though the title didn't matter let's be honest by later 99 it really didn't that was good for mark henry yes again it elevated him it actually it did. did what the european title supposed to do in like theory i guess in theory by that point it's supposed to lift you up a little bit it helped x-pac yeah it helped d-lo yep Okay, I can consider him. Is there anyone else we want to consider? I think um, a guy that I consummate European champion and it made the consummate, most sense. Yeah, uh, William Regal. Oh, you like, know, like that was like he okay. like to me he after the European title kind of like fell to the wayside in importance. William Regal was kind of the only like bastion of the European title left, and actually European, right? You know? So it was he was he felt like a go to for a while. Yeah, you know but, what? That's not bad. Yeah. That was late 2000 when he pretty much he that's when he came in, right? It was late 2000. Yeah, but I mean, he was like champion up to like 2002. He was on like, and off, multiple yeah. times. Like it was always like, well, Regal's around. Can I ask you a question? Do you like William Regal a real I lot? really like him. I actually. do too. I think, I think he's like oddly a chameleon if you think about like what kind of what he is. He's also a man's man. Yeah, but that's but that's what I mean. It's like yeah. he was like everything. He was an actual, like, you know, portrayed as an aristocrat for several years. But William Regal was not an aristocrat. He was just like, he was more like Lord Alfred Hayes. Yeah, he was just a, he was a dude from like Blackpool. That was yeah. like, isn't that like a really grungy It's place? horrible. That's yeah. the joke, I think, is that yeah. it's like shitty. But, but the thing is, is that he portrayed that character. But at any time, I always felt William Regal could be inserted into an angle to do something really silly or serious oh, man, or yeah, whatever. comedy he could yeah, play. Right. Like, remember the time, like, he, that whole period when, like, he was made to do anything Vince wanted? 
in the mid 2000s or whenever. Yeah. He yes. like dressed like a lady and he kissed his butt and like all this stuff. Like, he also drank the pee. He drank the pee. Yeah. He was William Regal, too, I feel like was always somehow the commissioner while he was a wrestler. <laughs> yes. Like, why, why was he always like in a position <laughs> of authority? You know what? I thought that was like a subtle joke that Vince McMahon, just because he was an English aristocrat or whatever, yeah. uh, like assumed that he was like somehow like it, like he deserved this yeah, kind right, of authority. Right. <laughs> like even though like he just didn't. Yeah, it was so weird. He was like while he was an active wrestler, he yeah. was always like in Vince's office and backstage skits and stuff forever. Wearing Until, like a suit. he like retired. Until like NXT. Yeah, and he's still like a commission, and it just. It almost feels like there's like an inside joke that yeah. it's like, well, he's English, yeah. so he must be trustworthy. He is one of my, uh, another guy where at the time I didn't appreciate him the way I do now. Like yeah. all of his work, his WCW work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember too much of his European run. Do it's you remember? More just the, it's more just the consummate, like, think, I always just thought of him as European title. Really? Like, I never do. He was the European title to me. Like. Really? Like if, if people that they didn't, like, if they couldn't figure out how to put it on, I just felt like, well, it should be on Regal. He should always be, like, he should always be, what is that called, like, when you carry the torch or, the, or something? The torchbearer? I don't know. I don't know. It, there's probably, probably another word for it, but whatever. The I felt perennial like, champion? Yeah, I don't know like, what word you're way, for. Either way, is, is William Regal, to me, if you're making a list of European champions, it's, like, the well, better we are. ones. we are. Which we are. <laughs> this He would have to be on it, right? I mean... Uh, yeah, compared to some of the other names and other choices, He's had yes. it the most four times. Good for I, him. I think. What about when Eddie Guerrero had like a brief run with it in mid-2000? He's the one that won it from Jericho. That was okay. Met, yeah, it, Did okay. that somehow involve China or something? Yeah, that's when Latino Heat started. <sighs> Mommy... Yeah. <laughs> he was called I, a mommy. I never, I, I never Eddie, liked that. I don't like her. I, never, I don't like China at yeah. all, by the way. Didn't she have it? No. Okay, that's the Intercontinental title. Yeah, of, she, of she, course had she had to besmirch belt. that. Yeah, I don't like, for the record, folks, I don't like China. You're never going to change my mind. Don't treat me like a woman or a man. I, I don't like I her. I understand. I don't like her. I think she she did do something for women's wrestling. Steroids. No, just she helped. No, she didn't. She didn't. She barely wrestled women. The whole point of China. Right, but that's the. You got me started on it now. No, but, but that's basically the point is that like, oh, she proved that like you could successfully have someone fight the men the women fight the men kind of thing. That's It's bullshit. The whole thing with her is bullshit. Whatever. She was a sloppy ass worker. She, she wasn't good. I'm she not saying very that. poor, but she was marketable. She did. She was you can't a, even like deny. She that. was a bodybuilder that did steroids that Triple H fell in love with. And then they booked her a certain way. That's Until all he she broke did. up with her. And That's then literally they... all that happened. Yeah. She isn't really isn't that, that like good. a sad story. If no, you think I feel about, bad for like, her too. Like they just threw her away once Triple H wasn't dating her. Anymore. Well, they told her she, you have to go to the women's division, which she resented that all the way there. Right. So, because she was de- the, the the design of the character was that she could stand up to the men. Exactly. That's so, why I say she didn't do anything for women's wrestling because yeah. she treated it like it was beneath her. Nevertheless, aren't you glad you joined the Patreon? Uh, right. <laughs> nevertheless. Not European champion China. Yes, thankfully. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I can go right now to put one in. I'm, I could say I can, uh, William Regal. Shane Regal. Regal, you think, is number three? I like. I feel like you just kind of like, he's like the default champion, so it's he sort of has to be in. Uh, okay. Like, he's like a baseline, right? I'm not going to argue with you. It's okay. Yeah. I'm okay with Regal going in. Yeah. He was also the commissioner, like, always. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> As European champion, yeah. too. All right. You know what, Regal? Because it makes sense. He is European. Give him a spot of pee and put him in. Stop saying that. You've <laughs> said that again recently. Because <laughs> it was funny. Is it? All right. So, for number three, William Regal. 
You know, another thing about Regal is that anytime you needed someone to like handle Hornswoggle, he was the oh, man. The boy. Yeah. Yeah. The little one. Where's yeah. the boy? The lad. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so how, who do we have like in the running? Because I don't think we're adding anyone. Like, I don't think like Midian's making it or Midian. anything like that. Like, so well, here's who's in. I'm, and just, I'm just naming some people yeah, I'm saying, but. Here's who's in and here's who's on the table. In, we have D'Lo, X-Pac, and William Regal. Mm-hmm. And on the table, we have Curtis Angle, yeah. Seamus McMahon, and Marcus Henry. Now, I'm seeing, I'm just looking at people who had it a really long time. Just to, just just because, like, maybe that matters or sure. something. Sure, right, right, right. Like, Matt Hardy, 125 days, what? Yeah, that was an 01 when no yeah. one cared. <laughs> Christian, for 91 days, Fuck that's that. like a long-ass time, too. Yeah. Um, Listen, I have a tip for all you fans out there. Yeah. With these secondary titles, yeah. whenever you see a really long reign and you don't remember it, it's because it means <laughs> it was never defended. Remember when Dean Ambrose Quinn a couple of years yeah, back yeah, had I know. the you U.S. Bring up forever? This. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's just that they didn't defend it forever. Didn't, he, didn't Dean Ambrose literally defend it like twice like when, yes. he, like when he initially won it and then like when he lost it or whatever? Yeah, he never had it. He just wore it around all the time. <laughs> it was really bad. All right, so... Yeah, Kurt, I don't think we're nominating anyone no, else. No, no. Uh, Kurt Angle? I don't know. Shane? I, don't, I think it's between Kurt and Shane, right, for the four slot here. Not Mark? Henry? As much as I love it, it's mainly for one line ever at Brain, a pay-per-view. Brainerism. Yeah. And Unforgiven. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Then I would probably have to go with Kurt Angle. Me too. Because I... He That's actually a very memorable too. thing that yeah. happened there. It wasn't it wasn't super long, but it was just enough that like I don't know why I just remember it and I just thought it was fun. Okay. Now and wait Shane, a minute. Shane is close enough, but what about the bulldog? While we're at like in all seriousness, really, he never defended it. We're the like he's yeah, the worst defender. Two hundred and six days, he never defended it ever. You'd say he's the worst defender and the worst defender, right? Yeah, he never defended yep, it exactly. Yeah, you know what? Even though like people have this like waxy nostalgia for it because he won it in a in a good match with a waxy camera. Yeah, uh, he never did anything. <laughs> That's with why it. they have the waxy nostalgia. It for was <laughs> the camera was so waxy; it was rubbing off in their eyes. It was just another trophy that like they had, when the Hart Foundation was a stable that they like had with them. Yeah, you know, like, Brett in his wheelchair and a bunch of belts. Yep, but not the world title for some reason. And yeah. well, during yeah. the wheelchair period. Well, because underwear taker yeah. had to have it for I don't know why. Yeah, I need the title. All right, so Curtis Angle. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so for number four, the fourth greatest European champion <laughs> of all time, Kurt Angle. What's right? But don't, don't forget, forget there are many guys, guys like, like you all over, over the world. world. I'll right. see you in two weeks, uh, Street Fighter guy. <laughs> so to recap for, I don't know, Mike Lawrence, sure. We have the Mount Rushmore of WWF European champions, D'Lo Brown, X-Pac, William Regal, and Kurt Angle. You know what, Quinn? That is not a bad list. Not In horrible. all seriousness. Yeah, in all seriousness. All right, Quinn. Well, uh, you got to pick one of the best. I'm going to start with one of the worst. And okay. I'm going to give it right to you. It's Shawn Michaels. Really? The worst. The absolute. Uh, what? Do you, yeah, I mean, I can't defend it. <laughs> yeah, come on, Quinn. I. It's more just. It literally is a middle finger. And the it, way he won it. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, not the way he. I mean, he won it legit against the, the Bulldog. The fact that he won it, I guess, is what I should say. It's the more, fact that he even was he the European champion. <laughs> no. Like most titles in Shawn Michaels' career, he didn't need it. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, because to set the stage for you on this one, real quick, folks, this is September of '97. We need to make this clear in case yeah. maybe you're unfamiliar or you forgot. 
And the WWF is actually finally, for the first time since 1992, mm-hmm. no, 93, excuse me, doing a pay-per-view from England. Right. Because they had last done UK Rampage in 93. Remember Sky Sports, all yeah, that? Yeah, of course. So this one is only televised in, I believe, either the UK or, or Europe and Canada, but not in the US. Right. And they called it One Night Only, but I swear there was another One Night Only. That, so it wasn't it's two nights only? No, no, no. You're Are you sure? Of, because you're thinking of maybe one night stand. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Rebellion. That was 99. Yes, yeah, okay. same concept. Yeah. Uh, and there was also one in 98, Capital Carnage. Yeah, okay. There, Never it, mind that. Yeah. I, I thought that like they called it one night only and then they just did it again. No, no, no. <laughs> but anyway, the main event of this, besides Brett versus Undertaker and a very good world title match, was the hometown hero. This is from Birmingham, England. Uh, yeah. It was the British Bulldog. Do you think they were trying to rekindle that Wembley Stadium thing? Kind of. Yeah, I mean, Bulldog was legitimately popular in England. Right. Not so much in the U.S., but in England he was. So the hometown hero, or the home country hero, British Bulldog, defending his European title that he has never defended before. Yep. <laughs> First <laughs> big <laughs> defense. <laughs> I think they're both horrible champions, to they be are. honest with you. They, but they, they are, quick. Yeah, Like, let's not... They really are. Yeah. No, I know. Against Shawn Michaels. Now, to set the stage on Michaels here, this is post-heel turn, because that happened the night after SummerSlam. Right, so he's particularly assy. It's before DX was coined. That was right. October. So it's this weird in-between where it's just him, Triple H China, and Rick Rude. Yeah. They're not named yet, but they're a big stable they're of douchebags. They're clearly bags. a stable. Yes. So Shawn Michaels beats the British Bulldog in a weird manner for Shawn Michaels <laughs> to win. He beats him with a figure four leg lock. <laughs> And the fans are throwing garbage at the ring. <laughs> British Bulldog's cancer-stricken sister is in attendance. What? Yes. I don't remember Bret that Hart's part. like, you know, I don't know why that little bastard Sean had to win the match there. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Apparently, though, Sean or whoever, Bruce Pritchard, someone says that, like, it was not Shawn Michaels' idea. It was the office's idea, which I can believe because <laughs> yeah. Vince McMahon is an asshole, too. Well, also... If you recall, we, we were getting pretty close to the screw job, and things were starting to get a little heated with yeah, Brett and Vince. Not so much yet, though, I don't think. I don't yeah, know. I know, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people always like to speculate that this had something to do with some kind of spat between Brett and Vince. It's possible, Quinn, but the bottom line is, is Shawn Michaels won it here in September. <laughs> treated it like shit. Like, he... He didn't... Well, okay, so the, the problem is, is that he wins it, right? But, like... Almost immediately after this, they're setting up for his match against Brett for the world title. So it's like, why the fuck did that even happen? Yeah, that match was in like six, seven weeks after he won it, right? Yeah. And if I recall, they were like already like there was rumblings about it. Like they were starting to like talk about it right when they came back from England. They were headed there, right? Yeah. So Shawn Michaels literally, and I'm sure if, you know, if we were doing this on a normal episode, I would dig up promos, but he treats the belt like shit. He, right. clearly winks at the audience about how no one cares and it doesn't matter. Well, he's not wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But that doesn't excuse him <laughs> from being the champion. It's it's like, okay, if Bulldog like completely like made it shitty, Shawn Michaels like pointed a finger at it and said like, Hey, look! It's shitty. Like, you know what I <laughs> okay, mean? Okay, that's like, that's fair. Yeah, he show, he, he shined he the, the light mo- on it. He was the most honest European champion of all time. <laughs> you anything to find a way yeah. out for him? But huh? it's true. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, he basically took a belt that everyone already knew was bad, but no one would say it. Yeah. And he said it basically, yeah. and he wore it, and, and he, he wore it around like almost like ironically. Yeah, yes. it's, it's like kind of funny, actually. It is funny. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, yeah. it's funny. But maybe even worse was the guy that he lost it to. 
Yeah, so so <laughs> basically, like he essentially decides, you know what, this thing's a piece of shit, and like I got a friend here, and he so- doesn't have a belt. I have a belt. Why don't I just hand it to him? Essentially, well, Slaughter was like, "You have to defend that. You never have, or whatever." This right? is kind of funny how all this oh, occurred. It's, it's really funny, and Slaughter makes them fight on Raw in December <laughs> of '97. This is post Scrooge Up, so Sean's already the world champion by now. Right? He doesn't give a fuck no. about the European title, and they. Triple H and Sean in kayfabe stage like an argument, like they're getting mad at each other for it. It's almost like the finger poke before the finger poke. Yeah, and and not crapping on like the actual world title this time, like WCW did, because it's almost weird to think that like maybe like the click as a unit, including like the guys in WCW, thought this concept up, but like of course WCW executed it horribly (laughs) with the wrong belt yeah and WWF (laughs) executes it with a title that just doesn't matter yeah right right. like they actually do that thing right yeah (laughs) it's true WCW does it in like the Georgia Dome or wherever they were promising a big match between Hogan who's returning and better than a world title change on WWF and that's how they do it WWF does it on a fucking taped draw in December right in December when it really didn't matter with a meaningless belt yeah. to further an angle that people actually cared. It's fucking funny. You're yeah. right. Yeah. They did it first. Maybe someone's like, oh, we should do that. Yeah. But they used the wrong belt. And of course, it involves click people. Of course it does. Yeah. Because they're assholes. I'm, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. So, what, so, so are you saying Sean's the worst? Because we're kind of like yeah. laughing about it now, but it is kind of funny. Like, it's actually entertaining. It's it doesn't all, make them good, though. Yeah. I, no, I'm not, like, defending it. It's not good. Well, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are both bad. Do you have anyone else you want to nominate while we're at it here, while we're on the horn? Um. Well, Median. Well, yeah, because Midian didn't even win it. Shane McMahon gave it to him. Yeah. And then he held it for, like, a month. Midian sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Now, was this during Naked Edition? No, this is pre-Naked. Imagine he if he had, close. like, naked, but the belt covered his wee-wee. I don't so want to he, imagine he was that. less naked. No. So, Midian, is he, like, a contender? I, I, I don't think you have to say much about Midian, but... Dennis Knight. I, it's Midian. It's Phineas it's, Godwin. It's Phineas. But Midian in the Ministry version was, like, literally the least important character on the roster, I think. <laughs> like, seriously. I don't even know, like, why was... Was he, like... Was I don't he, know. Was, I, was he like? I always got the impression that he was like Viscera's friend or something. Yeah, they were like, they were like a duo. Yeah, they were like Laurel and Hardy or yeah. something like that. One yeah. fat guy, one thinner guy. They were guy. like the tag team you throw in there when like you're like, well, they have to be like the front line so they don't get yeah. to the Undertaker. So it's like Midian and Viscera. Like they were like the E tier team. They you like know? To, yeah, they take the hit. Then you work up to the acolytes. You right, know, the acolytes people. are like they're the top tier <laughs> yeah, tag right. team in the corporate ministry. But Midian and Viscera were some real. Sorry, shit. Yeah, they're like the, the bulk and skull or yeah, something. Literally, <laughs> like they should play the. Somebody needs to make that on the boards, like a YouTube video, the bulk and skull music playing and showing like Midian and Viscera, like, I don't know, like falling over and stuff, like in matches. <laughs> Viscera with his raincoat. Yeah, like. Yeah, that. Yeah, oh, that. Right. Uh, Midian, yeah, I don't know. I think Shawn Michaels and Triple H and British Bulldog, the first three are all really Whoa, bad. Whoa, really? Because there's another one that's like notably sticks out at me on this go ahead, list. Go ahead, go ahead. Bradshaw. Ooh, when did he have? He had it for eight here. days in 2001. That's eight days too long. Bradshaw is... Although WWE <sighs> recognizes as 10 days for some reason. I don't care, because probably aired on... They probably <laughs> lost on some tape show. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> problem with Bradshaw? Here's my biggest you problem with Bradshaw. Remember. 
Well, I don't remember it, but you know my problem with him is, in general, what he's not that good. Yeah. I mean, he never deserved a title. Like The, I, it, it, the it, tag title, it, it that's it. It upsets me to this day that they gave him the WWE title. Even the European title is like insulting to my brain. Like, he's horrible. Didn't he have the hardcore? That was okay. Yes. He had, like, all these belts. <laughs> Wait, is he a Grand Slammer? Like, European? Did he have the Did he have Intercontinental? I don't know. Oh, no. He had the tag, definitely. Oh my god. He's not even that good though. Like I don't no, I don't understand. I don't, it felt like they were always trying to push this shit on us, this Bradshaw garbage. Yeah. No, Quinn, here's his rundown. WWE championship. That's the worst one. Intercontinental championship. He had it. Oh no, that makes him a grand slammer. United States championship. Wow, even more. Hardcore championship. European championship and tag team. He had That's six every belt. Belts. That's like every single title. Holy shit. Vince McMahon really liked this guy. I think Vince McMahon maybe forgot that all he was was like a very low rent Stan Hansen. I don't. I don't understand Stan Hansen or the what's the guy we don't like, Blackjack Mulligan, like yeah, that but shit. Mulligan's better, I think, than Bradshaw even. Yeah, right, no, well, they're all maybe, better. But... That's the point. Like, <laughs> that he's the shitty one. He really was poor. I, he's not just, good. Just by, I know, like, it's not memorable or anything, but almost just by virtue of sullying this already sullied title with Bradshaw, he, it feels like he should be on the list, right? I, yeah, but let's let's hang tight here for a second. Like, I, I think Sean, because Shawn of the, is number one. The, the, like, the damage he did was pretty bad. <laughs> he was very like, irresponsible. They should have just, like, canceled the belt after, like, <laughs> like, he should have had it for, like, a couple more months or something, and then he'd just be like, you know what, fuck this belt. Like, so another belt he didn't lose in the ring. <laughs> well, he did. He lost it to Triple yeah, H cleanly. in the ring. Sure. In, in yeah, the ring, absolutely though. Cleanly, hey, he too. lost it in the ring, Oh, Joe. get out of here. Can he be number one? He's got to be. I right. to me, he's the one that did the damage. He did a lot of damage. Although to it. It, to, I enjoyed it because it was really it's funny. Funny. Yeah. It's a funny night of Raw. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but other than that, who cares? Yeah. All right, for number one, Sean Nichols. Die, die, die. What are you drinking over there? Uh, just a Coke. From where? Uh, from Sarku. What'd you get at Sarku? Uh, just you know some uh, bento bento box. Did you get the bento box. Yeah, I like that. Is it thing. good? Yeah, you never had it. It's like it's not it's, from Sarku. It's like a combination. It's got sushi, um, like dumpling kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fried dumplings, and um, it's got your choice. You can get like noodles or rice, and you can get beef, shrimp, or chicken on top of. What'd you get? On top of that, so I got the the beef on top of the noodles, and they have the good noodles, the good Chinese noodles, not that bullshit that a lot of these places started switching to. Isn't this a Japanese place? Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. The fact that they do it better is insulting. But right. they do. I had low main last night. And it was really yeah, good. They so have I don't like, know what your problem what is. What I'm saying is, is they have the actual proper low main noodles. Mine were. They're not. I, I'm telling you. I lost a, I got rid of all our chopsticks. Really? I, yeah. Oh, uh, man. You should have given them to me. I did want those wood ones. Well, I might have the wood ones, actually. I really like those. I couldn't find only. I've only found one of the wood ones. If I got rid of the old plastic just a, ones. a pair of the wood ones, I would take them. I'll probably find him. Okay. Uh, but anyway, all right. So Sarko, is that right by you or do you have to Yeah, go? it's actually like yeah, a it's minute. Right there, it's right? like across the street yeah. from my apartment. Right. Okay. So we got Shawn Michaels on. Is there a legitimate case for the British Bulldog? I mean, I know people might think like, wow, he was the first one. But he sucked. <laughs> he was horrible. He never defended it. And then he got it back. He was woof woof. So that's oh, even true. worse. Like, true. Like. Oh, yeah. Woof that's woof. Like, that's like a combination of garbage right there that sucks. Well, the problem is, yeah, 
he it you thought it would be good, right? Because right. there was a whole tournament, and he won and it in Europe. His name's the British Bulldog, right? And you he would w- think, right? You would think, and he won it in a great match. But he did never he def- def- did. He defend it on the house shoe circuit or whatever. If he did, who would know about it? Nah, yeah, I'm just saying, was it like one of those things that he was actively defending every night and we just, you know, just like we never saw it on TV? You know what? I want to find out right now, so I'm going to find out. Is that like, can you find that? Quinn. Graham Cawthon. Does he have defenses of titles listed? Like, is that know. a thing? We're going to find out right now. Hmm. European. 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 Well, as we, as we wait here. Yes, go ahead. I think Midian has a shot. I think. I, I, really? I do. Why? Um, why is Crash Holly the champion? Like, why? I don't know. That was like, and it's for two days. That was dumb. In Sheffield, England. Rebellion. Oh, I've seen that show. I have it on VHS. That's the one where... Uh, That's the one I saw, not the other One Night Stand. You've seen Rebellion? I own from it. 99? Why? From 2000. Well, like, 99 Rebellion. Oh, there yeah. was two Rebellions. Oh, uh, there was there? Because I, I, I know the one from 2000. That's the tape I had with the fist on it what or whatever. What the hell happens at Rebellion 2000? Nothing. It's like, it's stupid. It's like, the I think it's the debut of them having the dumb car on the set or like the telephone booth or whatever they when? used to do. You know how they used to do that at Raw all the time after they got that shit? I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, apparently European champion David Boy Smith pinned a Diesel 2 with the running power slam in Johannesburg, South Africa there on April go. 9th. Wow, and, and defended in Africa. Against fake <laughs> Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, Africa too, what, by the way. Remember what, Europe? Remember yeah. how Africa's in Europe? That's weird. How many times? Is that his only defense? It's the only one I've found so far. I'm wow. not even kidding. So wait a second. You're telling me he won this belt, right? He's a European guy. He He's won it European in Europe. Fellow, yes. The only places he ever defended it were the United States and Africa. Africa! <laughs> so far. I can understand the United States just because it's a U.S. company. That makes sense. But Africa? Austin beat him a lot on the house shows, but in non-title matches. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Yeah, no, Bulldog's going yeah, in, Yeah, he's got to go in. And this is I don't stupid. know, maybe did he make up for it with the Wolf Wolf when he was champion for 47 days? Did you would have... remember if he made up for it with the Wolf Wolf. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have his listing. But... Do you want that? No, I don't. Good, but me neither. He won it on SmackDown, so it couldn't have been that important. <laughs> yeah, all Bulldog seemingly did anyway was just wrestle in tag matches. Yep. So put him in. It. Yeah, put him in. Get him out of here. Yeah. So for number two, the British Bulldog. Die, die, die. Here's one that, like, I remember just really not caring at all. Like Val Venus, he felt like he was European champion a couple times, but I think he was just once. Yeah, but, but I guess it was like strong enough in my memory that it sucked. He has that feel to him where it's like, yeah, Val Venus stinks. Yeah, in, in post like when did they change his name to like Richard Morley or whatever the hell Sean that was? Morley, yeah, Chief Morley. Yeah, that was like two thousand two or something. You know, you want to hear a funny story about the whole Chief Morley thing? Yes, I do. I was like starting to phase out in 2002. Remember, I always tell I you the dark, you. the dark times in late 2002 yeah, and, and like all of 2003. And then I came back at the Royal Rumble 04. Yes. Like my grand return. Yeah. Where no one won it, right? Yeah. No one won that. Oh, yeah. A guy that doesn't. I don't know who. I don't know who he is. No one but won. anyway, so that was my grand return, right? So this this period when I would hear, I would still keep up on the interweb, right? Yes, and me I would, too. I just look like, hey, what's going on? Just Scott to, Keith? Yeah. I just, what's going on? Because, you know, I love wrestling, but it just sucks so much right now. Yeah, it really did. So I kept seeing in recaps this Chief Morley guy, and I literally <laughs> thought it was like a Native American, like Tatanka ripoff. Oh, well, it made sense, right? Because yeah. it said Chief, Chief Morley. Morley. And 
I find out like when I came back in 04, I'm like, wait, that was Val. What? It's definitely Val Venus. Now, yeah. was this, I guess maybe he was like sad after he left the right to censor or something. So well, he, he, he renamed himself Chief Morley. I thought he went back to Val Venus right after the right to censor. What was his name in right to censor? Uh, Val Venus. Oh, they, wouldn't it makes more sense to change his name to Chief Morley when he's in or the, Sean Morley yeah. or anything, Mister Morley, Mister Venus? No, it's a little too provocative for the yeah. right sense. Anyway, right. Val Venus sucked. I don't know why he was <laughs> European champion. Also, DDP. What? <sighs> During his sad fucking WWF run, I can't yeah. stand that run that he had. It's, I really, it's hate really it. upsetting because we've like we've been through this where we've revisited DDP and been like he was awesome. Like yeah, why so, did they, so why did they mean, just yeah. ruin him? Yeah, he won it from Christian, which again, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like fucking Christian. I don't know. I think 50 he's... days seems like, I mean, 49 officially, but it seems like a long reign, actually. For Diamond Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he ever defended it, Quinn. I, didn't, I wasn't watching much <laughs> of that. I'm sure he didn't. Because, you know, you know how you know they didn't defend it is that guess who he lost it to? Who? William Regal. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> that, you that's go. like the, uh, uh, well, he's the not default. using this. Like, we got go to switch this title over. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. So then. We got Michaels and Bulldog gone. I think Triple H is another one. Yeah, although... He had a feud with Owen over it, at least. They traded it. Isn't he the one that united it or something? No, that was Rob Van Dam. Yeah, but wasn't... Oh, with Triple H? Yeah, didn't... Oh, shit. Wait, was Triple... Triple H bookend this thing? I swear he won the European Intercontinental United belt uh, or whatever. No, like, wait a wasn't minute. That, remember that weird thing where Triple H yeah. was like, a, a, it's like way too past like him being a main event guy that he's like a minor champion. I don't remember. Yeah, I know what you mean, but yeah. I don't remember if Triple H was involved in this one or not. Let me see if I can find that out. See here on the Patreon, folks, we uh, we look stuff up live and we try to well, that's get the to the bottom of, it, right? of things. Yes. But- it doesn't even say, it just says unified with Intercontinental title. Like, it, it doesn't tell you who. <sighs> what? And basically, they unified the hardcore into the Intercontinental? Fuck this. Well, they, they had to erase these belts, and, like, obviously, yes. the Intercontinental belt takes precedence. Remember when they just, like, said the Intercontinental belt doesn't exist anymore for no reason? Like, yeah, that for was like the, a year or two. That was the weirdest shit ever. That was really weird. People yeah. didn't like that. Because it was just bizarre. <laughs> they was brought like, it back and it They was didn't good. even like unify it. They were just like, you know what? No more of this. Yeah, what like, was that? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if Van, Van Damme, Triple H, that whole scene was good. Van Damme was fine as European champion. I remember that. He what? fought with Jeff Hardy. That was a great feud. Was it? Yes. That was actually like a good time. Are you sure? Yeah, I remember some of that. Because that's July. That's like right before I left. And I remember that was like one of the only things I liked because okay. they were like, I think one of them was hardcore or something. And yeah, they were, probably. They were, fight, they were fighting each other. Probably. And it was, that was actually like, it's funny that they retired the European title because it was actually like heating up again there at the end. Maybe a little. Yeah, because with Van Damme coming in was always a uh, right. That was a big deal. And him and Hardy had a great feud. So now the Hurricane had it in 01 for that no was reason. Horrible. <laughs> I, I hated that. I don't like the Hurricane, honestly. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. He feels like an indie guy that like he was he got lucky basically and somebody liked him wasn't he also a three count in wcw right that's where he got his like start but right and he wasn't even the main guy evan courageous or whoever <laughs> yeah, it was, it was and he it. wasn't even good no he really it's wasn't funny good to think that um helms hurricane helms was like the guy that like made it out of three count yeah because who's the other one shannon moore and he wasn't that good either yeah he was came, he? remember he came to wf as like a punk rocker or yes, something that i was, think he still has that like gimmick really weird i was like why yeah i remember that and i don't know why he 
I think he still has that. Do you gimmick. think there'll ever be a three count reunion? I hope so, Quinn. That would actually would, wouldn't it be funny if they like fought like the three man band or something stupid like that? Oh, a music feud. Yeah. yeah, we haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, you know what I mean. Too bad Jeff Jarrett and Honky Tonk were never a team. Jeff Jarrett and Honk. Yeah, I mean they both suck and would <laughs> be, be a great team. All right, can we put Triple H in though? Because fine. Triple H. I, I, after going through this list, I guess Triple H is the most largest defender or whatever. A couple largest nose. Yeah. Uh, well, because uh, the other thing is, is that the way he won it is in that aforemore, af- aforementioned Michaels thing. Yeah, and we, we even said, he like, stinks. the title didn't really get started until d Right. Like, and Seriously. Tri- and guess who he beat? Triple H. Triple H. All right. So, for number three, Triple H. Die, die, die. All right, now, this four spot, Michael. We so, got, we've talked about Midian. Talked I, about I mean, Bradshaw. Midian is a strong contender. Why did Jeff Jarrett have that, it? Okay, I'm going to say this one thing about Jeff Jarrett. It was Jarrett. for a day, too. So I thought he had it another time. Oh, no, he had the Intercontinental. Never mind. Then I'm thinking of Jeff Jarrett being Intercontinental Champion. Like, that was good when he had the short hair, like, initially. That was the only time where he was okay in WWF well, was he, towards the end of his run. Listen, I would say, when I say okay, I just mean, like, acceptable. Like, <laughs> like not, like, a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's true. Acceptable is a better word. Yeah, maybe acceptable. But that was, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. He had it for a day. That doesn't yeah. count. Al Snow had it. Like, all these people that had it. Who ca- Test. Yeah. For a day or whatever it no, was. No, it was 69 oh, days. 69 days. Long days. Time. Wow. 69. Stop it, Quinn. Uh, uh, shit. I, you know. Spike Dudley. Yeah, but I don't mind Spike ever. To be, like, do you ever mind him ever? And it was, like, near the end. It didn't matter. No, I don't mind Spike. What yeah. about Owen? You think Owen? Did Owen ever defend it? Yeah, he did. So that's lost the, it the, to that powder. was the only thing I was into. Like, well, I, <laughs> I was a little resistant with Triple H briefly because I remember him and Owen had like a quasi decent feud for it. They did, but it wasn't like I don't like the feud. And yeah. the reason I don't like the feud is because they booked Owen to look like an asshole, right? Like like a, a loser, and I really didn't like it. Hmm. Okay, that then, feud just leaves a sour taste in my really, mouth. Really, the only two I think are truly eligible for this, and I hate to say it, but Bradshaw and Midian, like they're they're horrible. You think they? Well, okay, on just one, because it, it, to me, just giving Bradshaw another title just feels like a middle finger to my face. Well, what about giving Midian a title, like any title? Well, he already had a title, tag title. The mini, the Midian <laughs> character, because Phineas. I mean, that's a whole different. That's the you don't. Ca- Jim yeah. Cornette era with the hillbillies. Yeah, but if you recall, in KFOB, they were they were actually the same person, right? Remember? Because yes, Undertaker, are. like, I don't know, Satan brainwashed him thing or whatever that was. You remember that? <laughs> you think he uses Satan mouthwash, too? Yeah. Uh, yes, what happened was, here's the history of Phineas. He- <laughs> I can't believe there's... It's kind of it's kind of actually, like, compelling that they, they did write a actual story to the origins of Midian. Well, basically, folks, Henry Godwin had been in WBF since late 94, right? and he had turned fates at the end of 95, and then in early 1996 there was a tag tournament, and he introduced us to his cousin, Phineas. Right, and we were like, great. And that's fine, and then they won the tag titles, they lost them. Weird sunny stuff. The LOD broke Henry's neck in real life, but they wrote them to the storyline. When they were Southern Justice. No, 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 they were just the Godwins. Oh, okay. When the Godwins came back, uh, they were turned heel to few because, of course, you know the guy gets his neck broken, so they're the heels against the fucking LOD. But that 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 heel team was great. 
the heel godwins uh, didn't wear shirts, <laughs> yeah. and they had dirty white boy as Uncle Cletus with them for yes. a little while. With and then eventually they then they eventually got suits. Yeah. So in mid nineteen ninety eight, Jeff Jarrett hires them as his like protection agency. Yeah. Essentially, they were awesome, and they wore they put their hair back. Yeah, like you know they they shaved nicely. I I might have said on this show, but I am like a huge Southern Justice fan. I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> yeah, they looked like badasses. Fantastic. They wore suits and they were basically just roughhousers. Yeah. You know, they were just and badasses. They already were cool when they didn't have the shirts and the and the oink oink. They were getting. Yeah. <laughs> they were getting better as time went on. Yeah, people were really like, yeah, this isn't bad. I They're good as heels. To me, they were kind of like the um, Dungeon of Doom, not the Dungeon. What am I? Who am I thinking of? Um, faces of Fear. Faces. They were like the faces of fear of WWE. Like yeah, nobody cared that much, but they yes. were like a good constant. Like you were like, oh, we got to. Right. Somebody got to get beat up. Send them over to uh, Phineas and Henry. And especially once you got them in, out of those overalls and they're wearing suits, they look like big badass guys that you yeah. wouldn't fuck with, right? Yeah. It finally felt the time had come for yeah. this tag team. Like they were the shit. And of course, Henry uh, Mark Canterbury has to go and get injured, which right. screws it all up. It sucked, and because I Mark Canterbury. I think he was, again, like I was saying, he was like on the precipice of something happening. Henry was good. He yeah. actually, Henry Godwin, if he wasn't saddled with that fucking gimmick yeah. during that three-year run yeah. as Henry Godwin, he's not bad. Right. Phineas is okay, but right. I, Henry was pretty good. Phineas was a better, like, I thought he had more charisma. Like, his whole... That yeah, whole, he was more likable. That whole Sunny angle was actually really good with yeah, him. He yeah, he was likable. But It's weird that we, like, grew to like the Godwins perspective man yeah perspective right yeah. because henry was good in the ring he was actually pretty yeah. good yeah like for a big man he was kind of a big man anyway randomly in december of 1998 <laughs> dennis knight comes back and they call him dennis knight right phineas this is before he was a chef right <laughs> <laughs> the, the, a that's chef. the dennis knight yeah. you might know now if yeah. you go to your local restaurant <laughs> he's cooking your food and uh Undertaker and whoever Undertaker had with him at the time, it wasn't Viscery yet. That was a little later. Yeah. Undertaker and whatever his minions were kidnapped Dennis Knight. They put him in like a shed. It's real. <laughs> There's like vignettes I on Raw. I don't remember this shed part, but I just remember him one day appearing as Midian. And then he's Midian and he had like an eyeball like, like a, aesthetic to him. Something on his eye. Didn't he have an eyeball on his forehead? Like Maybe, tattooed like or once. something? I don't know. Like And then eventually he was naked Midian. Yeah. Bottom line is he, he went stinks. crazy, baby. But Bradshaw, on the other hand, fuck Bradshaw. Yeah. I think at least, you know what? Uh, I'll hand it to Midian. He edges out Bradshaw because I just like him better. Well, I do too. Yeah. And I'll tell you another reason why I don't like Bradshaw. Having to hear his stupid ass on commentary for all these years. Like, he was only good for like a year on commentary. I mean, he's... And it was a long time ago. You want to know, like, how much, how annoying he is? Yes. Get Guess who they've they they're they're trotting out to defend this Saudi Arabia show? Pardon me. I, I'm not making this up. Wait, what do you mean? Please explain this to me. <laughs> JBL Bradshaw, they put him on like Fox News or something, and like he's like, "You're, you're persecuting the WWE because they signed this deal." Or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Are you joking me right now? Fuck you!" Like he's the worst thing. To ever grace the company in a long time. He really seems to me like someone that Vince McMahon just really liked. Yeah. And that's the only reason well, he was anything. Well, didn't he give him the anything. stock tips or something? Like, isn't that like a real thing? I don't know, where they, He actually like ma- gave Vince a windfall at some point in his life. I honestly don't know enough to comment on that. But I do know this. Anytime I had to endure him as a... Re- the only time, the only time I ever liked him as a wrestler was during the period where the Acolytes were a face team, the APA. 
And that's only because he wasn't the only thing in the team. He had Farouk right. to balance well, it out. I, it just goes to show you Ron Simmons is a good wrestler who was never appreciated, and look what he did with that tactic. And a good talker, too, yeah. that was never appreciated. Ron right. Simmons, another one, while yeah. we're on the appreciation kick here. I like Always that the good. European title has brought out this, like, here's all these, like, weird people that we can talk <laughs> what about. What else were you going to talk about, yeah. right? Yeah. But anyway, I'm fine with putting Bradshaw on on the, uh, on the merits that I hate Bradshaw. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> and since we're, like, out of people that, like, matter, I mean, like, Al Snow. But yeah, who cares? I don't mind Al Snow ever, so. Yeah, Al Snow's great. Perry Saturn, again, don't mind him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I liked saying. him in WCW a lot. Yeah. I don't like him in WWF, but I liked his uh, WCW run. I thought I thought he had a little fun with Moppy. That it was, was okay. That it was, was a punishment, it, though. You know, it was a punishment, but he he made the best of it. It was okay. Yeah, but I love WCW Saturn in like '98, and I love Eliminators uh, Perry just, Saturn. Just while well, we have one second here, yes. what was that punishment even for? What did he do? He <laughs> unnecessarily beat up a jobber named Mike Bell. It's a, you can find the clip somewhere. He, it wasn't like he uh, dumped the guy on his head to the uh, end. It was like warranted that they punished okay. him. He roughed up a jobber f- for botching, Butch. You botch. You shouldn't punish each right, other. Yeah. But he said he didn't know what he was doing. Any, anyway. I, he is legitimate. Remember when he disappeared for like three years and nobody could sad, find yeah. him? He was homeless, I think, right? And he, no. Yes, I yes. don't know if he was homeless. Yes. I think I think he like was just... Lo- I, I don't think he was homeless. I think though. he was, Quinn. I'm serious. I really think that was why. Hmm. I can look it up right now. I don't know if, the, if he was actually homeless. I thought he just like... He just went off the map. Like went off the grid. Well... Let me see if I can find out. Like, he had uh, drug problems. Yeah, that's for sure. Any anyhow, let's get back to Bradshaw being a piece of shit. Yeah, like F honestly, him. like seriously, he sucks. He was and there like, from '96 until now. I know it shouldn't have anything to do with this, but on this list of people that have had the European title, I just he wasn't even good as a European champion, and just my like hate for him in general He's, should like elevate him extra. He sticks out like a sore asshole. Who, yeah, everyone on this is like, you know, they're the expected like mid-card fair. Bradshaw when, wasn't even like a good mid-carder. He just went from like a tag wrestler to world champion for no reason. Yeah, he wasn't really a good mid-carder. His mid-card, like anytime he was a mid-carder, he sucked. Anytime he wrestled for the most part, he sucked. Right. When he talks, he sucks. I'm sure people will disagree with us. Some people like the JBL thing when he, you know, was had, it a good heel? cows in his music yeah. and stuff. Look, look, I appreciate it for being a very irritating heel character. You're supposed to hate it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about him. Yeah. Just him. Overall sucks. John Bradshaw Layfield. Yeah, but just him as a wrestler, he sucks. Uh, Quinn, whose vantage point is this anyway? It's ours. So uh, I, okay. I think if, if we're running out of people... Now he's the we, one. We can't make any agreements on anybody else. Jeff Jarrett's not worse in this case. He's That's honestly sad not- that I can't. Like, listen, I'd love to, but it was during like Jarrett's like not even that bad phase. Yeah, that rare phase that he has like yeah, when every he had ten years. Deborah with the very short skirts <laughs> phase. Yeah, and and the can be puppies or whatever. Stop Remember, it, please. She was please. like she. <laughs> if no. you recall during that Ugh. time, King was like she was like. Um, like Miss Puppies. Like that was yeah. like her title. Yeah. What happened basically is that ruined King as an announcer for the rest of his career. <laughs> Deborah alone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> King was a good announcer until 1999 and then that was it. <laughs> anyway, for number four, Bradshaw, right? Yes. All right. Die, die, die. Well, to recap, you know what? For Donnie, because it's his birthday. Okay. E- even though he's not listening. Birthday edition that he won't listen to. Birthday Donnie. The Death Valley of European Champions are Shawn Michaels. God's Green Earth. Yeah, he pranced. <laughs> British Bulldog, woof, woof. The dogs really went woof. Triple H, uh, 
I don't know why I have the title. Uh, <laughs> I have a fun bagel. You're a title bagel. We're having fun. <laughs> that Wikipedia bagel. Yeah. <laughs> that is the Mount Rushmore and Dead Valley of WWE European Championships. You're the one peeing after this list. Yep. Uh, thank you, of course, to Richard Land, who's from Europe, incidentally. Yeah. And folks, thank you, as always, for your patronage. Stay tuned, of course, for Monday. Episode number 104 will be coming up on Monday. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, anything you uh, check out of us, thank you for being a supporter. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a patron. And most of all, thank you for listening. Until next time, I am Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn, and we are saying Arrivederci. See ya.